Hey everyone, welcome back to Tangents. I'm going to make this real quick because I had a lot of fun making this episode and I hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. I'm joined this one by my good friend and comedian David Samuel. Dude's hilarious. We get into a lot of ridiculous kooky shit. I had a great time. He's a stand-up comic. He's a podcaster. Does the Unmotivated Podcast with fellow comedian Sam Hochalter. Let's get into it, alright? David Samuel, everyone. Here with uh, David Samuel. <laughs> David, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. That was terrible. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, sir. Hell yeah, I'm dude. joined by the very Thanks talented Mr. Me. David. Fuck yeah, dude. Very talented. <laughs> Hilarious comedian, Mr. David Samuel. Anyway, um, what were we talking about before we started recording? Bumblebees. Bumblebees. Yeah, Parker yeah. and I almost died from a bumblebee. Yeah. It was... It was scary as shit. Are you allergic to bees? No, that's the that's yeah. the, that's a really embarrassing. <laughs> Have you part ever been about. stung by a bee? A couple times. Okay, okay. So it's so like, it's not like the the, no, the thought of it. Is yeah, scary. yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah, there's absolutely no excuse for being scared. <laughs> None at all. Um, I mean, there's dude. There's people that uh, they think that getting stung by bees is like therapy. I, and they like will purposely sting themselves with bees. Is that like goop or something? I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it uh, does. I don't know what it helps. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) You're going to knock the water over. I got it. You want some help? No, I got it. We're good. Boom. (laughs) Perfect. That was my awesome idea to do, like, soundproofing or sound treating. Right, right. And uh, that's what happens. I used to have uh, one of my walls covered in those. Nice. Uh, And... (laughs) I ended up taking it down because whenever I would have girls over, they would just be like, oh, what's that? And I would just, like, make jokes like, oh, so my roommate doesn't hear you. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and it did, and then it just, like, got to a point where I was like, yeah, I should probably take this down. Like, yeah, this, this is, is not a good look. This is not, a good, not, a, not a good look for me. Yeah, the combination of, like, the computer facing the bed and <laughs> that is, like, not great, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and I just ha- I just, just, just I just happened to have a video camcorder facing the bed. Yeah, Don't just, mind me. Yeah. I'm 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 I it's stream not a lot of I'm on Twitch a lot. I stream a lot of content. Yeah. It's like 2009. Like, what are you talking about? Right. What are you <laughs> oh man, yeah, they do oh, the bee treatments though. Yeah, the bee treatments. I don't know what they what they're doing with that, but it's probably. I mean. It, it must These people a, are just they don't have the balls to cut themselves. That's what they really. That's, you know? <laughs> that's that's the campaign that we really need to part put start putting our money yeah, in, yeah. on thought behind is don't go to goop, yeah. go to God. Right, go go kill, to God. Kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself, dude. <laughs> you gotta do it in a cool way, you know. Exactly. You like know? I, my way would be I would put a glass of water mm-hmm. at the bottom of a skyscraper. Right, and okay. then I'd wear a bathing suit, swim goggles, and floaties, mm-hmm. and then jump. And and Interesting. so people would see me next to the glass of water, and they'd be like, "Well, I guess he missed." <laughs> 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 I think it was a stunt. You know? I think it was a stunt. God, this is why I had so hard to practice for these things. Yeah. 
How do you practice for it? I just, I really can't hit the glass of water. Then it'll, right? You know, it'll ruin the. Uh, the it'll fun. ruin the illusion. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> obviously, if someone's walking by and they see you know just a bloody pulp on the ground next to a standing glass of water, right? In their mind, it's like the cup of water works. Right. Because he just missed. He just missed. Yeah, he missed. I would. It was you know. I like it. That's yeah, a it was a David Blaine stunt or something. You're also in death. You're also mind fucking people, right, dude? I mean, that maybe that's what David Blaine's doing. Is he's like stabbing himself with all these like ice picks and shit, just so that when he actually kills himself, people aren't sad. They're just like, oh, it was a failed stunt, you know. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I held my breath for nine minutes. It's like no one asked you to do this. Like, this and and like maybe it helps science. I don't know enough about the body, but it's like I don't. What is this doing for humanity? You know, like, like I, yeah. Well, the, do you even have? Did you, did you record like any data? Did you have scientists with you to record right. like your health? Well, that's what he claims that is happening. Right. Oh no, but like yeah. imagine because there was nothing done for the benefit of science. Just no. Yeah, some I mean, cunt held his breath for nine. What minutes. What does that do? You know, it's like when they they do these like crazy like tests on like rats and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like none of this stuff is like how we would like. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, we have like the Tuskegee Tuskegee experiments yeah, right. and shit, but it's like you know none of this shit is like applicable really. I mean, maybe I just don't know enough, but it's like you know how does like seeing what temperature a rat can survive at help me? <laughs> you know, like, maybe it's just fun. Yeah, that that's true. You know, Maybe running rat experiments in your basement. Never experimented you know? on, a, on a rat before. It might be fun to sew an ear on their back. Right. right. Well, like the Mythbusters said, like it's it's the difference between goofing around and science is writing it down. Ooh, that's a, that's good. That's a good line. Right. I like that. But so did you know? So did, that's what Himmler said too, though. You know. <laughs> also, excellent point. You know, good quotes like, come look, from bad people. Look, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't know if he actually said that. He's like, look, we're not goof. We're not goofing around with these Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down, you know? <laughs> sure, it's fun, but I was like... <laughs> I'm not goofing around. Well, I'm not goofing around. I'm taking this shit seriously. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Eugenics is a science, not... A f- this isn't a farce, okay? Right. You oh know. <laughs> um, and that's how logistics was born. Right, yeah. It was the Holocaust. Right. That, I mean, they were, they were pretty good at it, you know? <laughs> Six million is a lot to keep track of, is all I'm saying. You know? That's where I would be a good believe the number was lower. <laughs> like, uh, it seems like a lot of counting. How did you, you know? I feel like if they were busy fighting a war, they, they, <laughs> they wouldn't have lost. Right. <laughs> Too many counts, not enough snipers. <laughs> you got to balance it. All right. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right. but I do consider myself an armchair um, you know, commander of, of a military battalion. I have, you do. Me? Oh, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I could, I could lead bombing campaigns from this living room. I'm very I mean, smart. Today, yes. Right now, I, I have. I mean, I literally... <laughs> I have. That's your... Because I, I, I don't know what you do for a living, so I could, you could convince me I, that... I funnel money for ISIS. <laughs> for ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, against. Not against ISIS? I mean, You're I like, funnel I'm for, money... Look. I funnel money from the CIA <laughs> against ISIS is what I meant to sure, say. Sure, I might not believe in their God, sure, but <laughs> the stuff they're doing with women is great. You join ISIS because you're a chauvinist. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dude, I really, I believe that sometimes, you know? I mean, their beards just, like, 
match like incel beards. Oh, totally. almost dead on. They're all, <laughs> you know, like. Oh my God! Maybe ISIS just is like incel something. Well, I mean, they become extremists the of some state. kind. The you incel know? state. The incel. Oh, well, yeah. What is it? What did the Islamic Islamic state in is of Iran and Syria? Iran and Syria or Iraq yeah. and Syria? Iraq and Syria. Sorry, yeah, Iraq yeah, yeah. And Syria. How dare I mean, I get them all mixed up. You we know? do. Brown people I mean, all the same. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, they even get them mixed up. That's why they're fighting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine. I solved it, you guys. <laughs> wow. Figured it out. <laughs> Saudis time. think Iraq is part of Saudi, you know. Guys, we you really know? need to invest in a border. Right, yeah. This is why we need a wall. Look, we need to get Lindsay Lohan back, all right? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. She's, she's, she's like. She's, she's over there, man. She's. Lizzie Lohan? Oh, oh yeah. She's in ISIS. You're right. I no, forgot. dude, she's, she is legitimately, right now, probably, being used as a human toilet by Saudi <laughs> princes. I'm not kidding. This is... <laughs> it's real shit, dude. She, Man. I mean, on record, being like, yeah, the Saudis are not so bad. And Her? she's over there. She's, like, photographed with these princes and stuff. Oh, and porn stars say that they're into the poop stuff. Herbie the love bug, you know? and now this. Oh, dude. No Man. one's falling harder than her. Wow. We gotta rescue her. You know? Dude, we do. I mean, literally, we, like, like, we should join. It's crazy that the excuses that we make for Saudi Arabia. It is ridiculous. You know? Like, I mean, they've written books trying to, like, disprove mm-hmm. that Saudi Arabia was, like, involved in 9-11. It's crazy. They're all, they were all Saudis. Yeah, I mean, they flew Sponsor, out. Spon- yeah, flew the morning out of Saudi of, Arabia. Yeah, the mo- morning of 9-11, mm-hmm. a bunch of Saudi royals that were in the U.S. left. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's it's ridiculous. And, and we're not, just like, I don't know, Iraq and Afghanistan, though. <laughs> yeah, let's... It, it, it is real. Like, this isn't... Yeah. It, it's real fucked up. I mean, there. it's possible we haven't even killed Osama bin Laden, you know? I mean, it is a little bit weird. Like, he was buried at sea. Like, oh, now we care about uh, Osama bin Laden's rituals? Yeah, and they don't want to talk to him? We didn't... We you didn't want to talk to the guy that planned 9-11? That's weird. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to... Uh, it's really weird. I mean... Oh, dude, I've been getting deep. The quarantine has been... It's... Not I, great on my conspiracy the same, brain. dude. It is yeah. not good for my mental health. No. This, this quarantine. <laughs> not good. No, I've read now. I read this book, uh, Family of Secrets, by this Ooh, guy, Russ, Russ Baker. Baker. Oh, dude, you know about that. Yes. I, Who, heard, what, I heard that from Tim Dillon, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah. That and... Um, uh, the Family of Secrets, there's the... Um, I mean... Uh, Seymour Hersh's book. Yes. Uh, who killed Osama Who killed bin Laden? Osama bin Laden, yes. Yeah, dude, it's fascinating. So, what is your, in your opinion, what's like your most, what's your, for lack of a better term, favorite conspiracy theory? Mm. And it could be favorite for the any twin reason. towers never existed. It was a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best take on that I ever heard. It's just like they just were never there. <laughs> they just right, when right. you watch movies in the '90s and '80s that have right. the Twin Towers. No, that was those movies were made yeah. by crisis actors. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The David Hoggs of 2001. They right, just, they consider him like what was it? Not David. No, not, yeah, David Hogg. He's the right. Yeah, the, Sam, not Sandy Hook. Um, Parkland. Florida. Parkland. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, which was also hologram. <laughs> they was. <laughs> 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 dude yeah that's so funny i like um right now I'm, I'm getting deeper into the boston bomber stuff Ooh, yeah because that um seems very weird that in the the vegas shootings steven paddock it it just kind of went you know? away like that was it did just go away well no no, no but it, it, you're right it did it happened on 9-11 too right 
it did the hologram stop working and then it right <laughs> just went away no but like I, I i'm not really a conspiracy guy like i but Stephen paddock was the first time i'm like that's weird it's weird just, it's weird as in one guy he's not this? on camera he's on camera one no guy he's not a, he's not on camera oh he's not on camera no okay. they said that they have him they said they have him on camera going into the hotel okay. and leaving but nothing else. They, I mean, they just haven't released it. Yeah. It's kind of like that thing where they just go, oh, because of national security or whatever. Which, like, I don't get how that, how an American killing Americans threatens national security. More than, like, get that. Yeah. you know, doing deals with, like, Saudi Arabia does. <laughs> like, is, openly. Right? I thought it was know? so weird that, like, the travel ban was dumb for many reasons. But why was, why was Saudi Arabia not on it? Right, fucking uh, Somalia was like Somalia wasn't relevant to a ma- They're America. pirates, like yeah, they're pirates, they're, <laughs> right? I they're saw not that hijacking episode of plane. South Park. Yeah, they're not hijacking planes. Yeah, they're <laughs> stealing boats. Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> stealing boats. I don't even know who's on boats anymore. Who's well, okay. the Som- dude? Somalia pirates overtaking Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who do you support? What if Greta Thunberg got got co opted by yeah. like Somalian pirates? Yeah, the, the Somalians are against climate change or, or for it. We're not really sure what their stance was. The Somalian pirates turned into like, oh, what was those little whale wars? Yeah, <laughs> those right. They were like right, sailing around and like oh. shooting down whale boats. Yeah, they would crash into boats. <laughs> so it's like Dude. Greta, Greta Thunberg and the Somali pirates like join join forces and just oh, become like this that's so funny. devastating, crash chaotic your, good. Yeah, crashing your stupid sailboat into a fucking <laughs> giant whaling. Just sinking yachts. Japanese whaling boat, you know? <laughs> just sinking yachts for yeah. the fun of it. Oh man, dude! That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, I think right now the, I mean, the stuff with like Israel mm. that they're doing to Palestine is very interesting, yeah. and we just don't talk about it. No, because I mean, I've been called anti-Semitic, and I'm fucking Jewish. That is, you hilarious. know, for raising any, like, hey, you know, Netanyahu, he was named in the fucking Panama Papers, and now, right. you know, like, and, what's going on over there? And to know? be honest, what is more Tell me something that's more Jewish than hating Jewish people. Yeah, true. Yeah, we invented it, dude. You invented self-hatred. <laughs> you made it comedy. <laughs> you turned hating yourself into, what's the deal with? We invented it. You know? Yeah, because yeah. you asked yourself, what is the deal with? Why does my wife hate me? Right, right. And you just, you, know, you meet some young buck out from Long Island. And go, what is the deal with this? I'm not really sure why I went to Jerry Seinfeld, but. <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal with pudding? <laughs> pudding. No, different. <laughs> Different rapist, yeah. yes, yeah, different. But rapist. they both are. They yeah. both are. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's fucked a couple kids. Oh, dude, he was dating a 17 year old. <laughs> he was. I forgot height. about that. Yeah. See, I wasn't talking out of my ass. Right, no, it's real, dude. I forgot about that. No one cares. Did though. he marry her? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if they actually got married. I know that he was. I mean, he literally did what Chris Delia was doing. Yeah. You know, it's but not much different. It's just like the 90s version. There's of it. nothing different, and you know, I mean, if. All he got caught for was the extent to what he actually did. Then he actually did much worse, or much less, rather, than Seinfeld. Like, right. he just hit him up, like, my bad, never yeah. mind. <laughs> probably, that probably like, wasn't probably all. Whoopsies. It's probably, he, you know, take it from me. I got a DUI when I was 0.1% over the legal limit. So you blew a 0.09? Yeah. I had driven. I drove, this is 19, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, was, yeah. But. Oh, any it, alcohol, right? Yeah, any yeah. alcohol. But if, let's say I was 21, just 1% over, I have, before that point, I had driven drunk 
way drunker before. And it's terrible to admit this. And I feel right, like right. a fucking idiot and blah, blah, blah. Disclaimers. I'm it's a bad never person. that. I regret you it. never I get caught give... when it's, yeah. the, you know, when you actually should be. Yeah. When you are a danger, mm-hmm. you never get caught. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Which is why, um, you know, I. That mic had to get better. <laughs> yeah. I learned that about uh, <gasps> being in uh, traffic court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in traffic court a lot as uh, from like 17 to mm-hmm. 20. Yeah, 17 to 20. I got like seven tickets or something. Woof. Had my license suspended, all that shit. But nice. you go into these. Uh, I mean, the law is so interesting, just like the way that we like roll out the law. And mm-hmm. so like, well, it's so funny about being in these like traffic courts. And it's like kind of, I think, like almost a very interesting like parallel to what's going on now with like the protests and mm-hmm. stuff. Where it's like the judge will be up there, right? And it's like all you do at the first hearing is you make a plea, right? So all you're supposed to do is they go up and they go, are you David Samuel? And you go, yes, that's me. And he goes, all right, how do you plea? And you say, guilty, not guilty, no contest, right? So many fucking people would go up and they would be like, all right, are you, you know, are you this person? Are you, you know, are you Elias Johnson? And they're like, yes. And judge, I didn't do it. And the judge is like, I don't care. Just say the words. Like, legally, you have to say the words. Guilty or not guilty. Mm -hmm. Like, right now is not the time for you to tell me about it, you know? And that's what's so interesting about, like, I mean, the, you know, and, and, and then they talk about, like, oh, like, if you don't show up, they're very big on that. They're like, you need to show up. Otherwise, we put out a bench warrant for your arrest. Mm-hmm. We suspend your license. Like, and I got, became very curious. I was like, man, like, does that mean, like, if you run a red light and you get a ticket and then you don't go to court, that they, like, break into your house and arrest you like they do a no-knock warrant? I wasn't sure, right? Like, I was uh, like, yeah. Where's, what? And pretty much a pl- one of the police officers was just like, oh, no, we'll, 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 we'll get you. And I was like, what? He's like, if it's a year later, two years later, we're eventually just going to, like, pull you over and just mm. be like, oh, who's that guy in the passenger seat? And they're like, oh, it turns out he has a warrant. Oh. And I was like, it's so funny that they just kind of, like, I mean, and this goes up to, I believe, other than, like, you know, serial crimes okay. and maybe murder and maybe heavy drug trafficking, okay. I don't think they come get you. They kind of just, like, wait. Wait for you to fuck up. Yeah, like if you, you know, I mean, dude, just last night I was at fucking Smart and Final mm-hmm. in Roseville. Yeah. And uh, as I'm in there, I'm like checking out and I see this like guy and a girl running out with arms full of shit. Oh, nice. And I was like, didn't really think about it. I was like, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't, it didn't set in, mm-hmm. you know? And then when I'm like outside and there's like a Smart and Final employee like trying to like stop them as they like get in a car. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, get a picture of the license plate. Like, they'll get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> like, they will find them. It's yeah, very, they'll find Especially them. with a license plate. Yeah, like. Very easy to find you. It's dumb criminals. You very know? dumb. Criminals. I mean, that's got to be so much more common now. Just people that have never heard of a food bank. <laughs> They're yeah, just right. like, I have no money. We got to go rob smart and find out. <laughs> we got to go rob. Oh it's like, God. dude, the church is just handing it out. <laughs> right? Like, Jesus. I, 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 there are too many. Sorry, I keep adjusting this because I don't know why. Hold on. All right, whatever. Anywho, I'm like never satisfied with this. I oh yeah, moving it, and I don't even know if it's actually helping. It just makes me feel feel good. Right. <laughs> well, it's like you got to be in a we- like a comfortable position. Yeah, that's true. Because if All we right. were actually if we were having a, a real conversation, 
It would we would just whatever. It didn't matter. It wouldn't matter what position you're in, you know. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> We're not having a. This is all scripted. This is a actually. fake conversation. This is a fake. Well, you're not even here right now. <laughs> no. This is a fake conversation. This is this studio is a hologram. Right. Just like the twin towers in Sandy Hook <laughs> and Parkland, and just all and of Joe Florida. Biden. He's and Joe, Joe Biden is. Man, I wish Joe Biden was a hologram. Fuck. <laughs> God, because if, if Joe Biden's a hologram, Kamala Harris is a person of color cyborg. Right, like, I think, dude, because that's number one, the most important thing about Kamala. She's a, <laughs> she's a person of color, but she's also like a demon who would eat a baby if it got her into the White House. You know, when she was elected uh, district or AG, uh, AG mm-hmm. um, they said that she was the first Indian Attorney General, and now she's Vice President. They say she's the first Black, exactly, because that's, Vice President. That's all Kamala Harris is is just. Of corporate greed disguised color. as identity politics. Yeah, she's she's literally she's just the onomatopoeia of jail bars shutting. I like that. You know? <laughs> I like that. That's she gross. really she really is just clang. Right. That is. I her. mean, her dad's a Stanford professor. And doesn't like her. Really, I did yeah, not he's know like that. Publicly, like shamed her for really uh, stuff that she was doing as AG. Yeah, she and comments she made on uh, jailing. She was doing some fucked up. Yeah, stuff. yeah, throwing out hiding evidence and hiding shit. evidence, throwing uh, throwing parents in jail for truant truant kids. Right, Locked. dude. Which is, dude. I was one. Really, which is crazy because I would have been. Yeah. Oh. The fuck. the rules were a little looser. I okay. think. I remember we went because I had more. I had more tardies than there are days in the year, right? So it was like 200-something because there's 180 days of school. Okay. I had 200-something. Uh, same with detentions. I believe I have the record at Bella Vista. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, like, people say I shouldn't be proud of it. I'm proud as shit of it. Bronco it's Pride. hilarious. Was I was in detention every day. Fuck yeah. My, uh, my sophomore year of high school. Nice. Yeah, I had detention literally every day. And I had more tardies than I had days in the year, right? And so we get a letter all of a sudden. I hear nothing mm-hmm. from my first period, um, my first period professor or whatever teacher. Okay. I guess they're not professors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my home so, professor. Yeah, my so like first period was like this biology class. Um, it was funny too because one time uh, she's like talking about like salvia. She's like, she's like, salvia causes brain tumors. And I had like done salvia. Mrs. Sweet? Uh, no, what was her oh. name? She's Mormon. Um, oh, I don't know. I, when did you graduate? 2013. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. She was, I just remember that she was Mormon. Okay, yeah. And she was like, when you looked at her, you were like, you were hot when you were younger. Nice. There's, you know? There were definitely a couple of teachers I had at Bella Vista that were that like were hot. That. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, you... I mean, I was just figuring out what my penis did, but right. you know, if I could figure it out, I would have given it to you. Dude, what's crazy about high school, thinking back, is like everyone's hard. <laughs> Every guy is just hard. <laughs> you know? like, it's so weird. You don't really realize it. You think when you're in high school, it's only happening to you. But like, I could never teach because of that. I would just be like, everyone is hard right now. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> It's so weird. I cannot be in a room with this many erect children. Right. Yeah, it should not. It's a you know? part of my court case. Right. <laughs> Feels like a locker room at Penn State. You know, it's like <laughs> they call me you old know? Sandusky. Right. Yeah, it's a seminary, dude. But uh, 
standing yeah. on the streets of Sandusky in the sheets. <laughs> so, I mean, I wish I could remember her name. I just, like, dude, I just did not give a shit at all, mm-hmm. you know? I feel In that. high school. I was, like, so, uh, my friend Edgar said it great recently. He was, like, because I would, like, talk about stuff that we would do. And he's, like, oh, I can, I, I know what you are now. You're just, like, a guy that enjoys mischief. And I was, like, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, You know, like, I love it. I still do. Like, I was oh, saying yeah. that. We used to go to Carl's Jr. And we'd dump out the salt shaker. You fuckers. Into the first napkin. Oh, right? So, like, monster. we wouldn't take the napkin out. we just, like, dump it out. So when someone pulled the napkin out, because they, no one pulls those things out. Not a Carl's Jr. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're animals the inside. <laughs> if you're eating inside of a Carl's Jr., you know, you're an animal. You're an animal, right? <laughs> an absolute pig Sad things have happened, you know? <laughs> like, and so you rip the nap People rip the napkins out, and you, we would just watch from other booths. As just like, I mean, you know, a quarter pound of salt was just everywhere on the food, all over them. It was great. These pigs start eating off the table. And I said that that would still make me laugh today. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. I would still like, if I was bored enough, I would still go to Carl's Jr. and just like dump salt into these. Too bad there's no dine-in right now. True, yeah. Fuck, Fucking COVID, right? That's a real tragedy. Right. My was, pr- my uh, Carl Jr. pranks are dude, being Carl Jr. pranks, and to <laughs> me, I was telling this to um, oh, I was uh, I forgot what I was telling this to the other day. The the death of the American buffet is the biggest oh, tragedy yeah. of COVID. Don't talk to me about it's going to be gone. Don't talk to me about one hundred eighty thousand dead. Right, the buffet industry is dead. It's gone. <laughs> gone, and it's never coming back. I hope it does, man. It's never coming I actually, back. like, I haven't been to a buffet in so long. Neither have I. <laughs> but I would love to go. Dude, I remember. You know? Oh, man. I remember going to, um, what's that one? Fresh Choice. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I Fresh love Choice Fresh was Choice great. as a kid. Uh, what was the other one? Chinese though? Buffet, Hometown. Golden Corral, oh, so good. Hometown uh, Buffet. Yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember going there as a kid. And, I mean, I know I'm, I, I remember um, just being so, like, depressed because there were so many morbidly obese people there and oh, i was yeah. always a fat kid right i've been fat my whole life yeah yeah and you know the hat comedian would be like oh well, now i feel better because there's someone fatter than me yeah. but oh my god you walk in there and it's just i mean the, the, uh, the there's tables that collectively weigh like 1200 <laughs> pounds and these Animals. are like four tops. Water buffaloes. Dude. Yeah, these are four tops. Like right, four right. person tables. Right. Uh, this isn't like one of those eight eight seaters, but still, I mean, well, four people. I mean, yeah. four people, two of them are in rascals. Right. Like, right, right. It's, oh, man. You I know, mean, that's why fucking Heart Attack Grill is oh, killing that, it that because guy. they weigh people. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It, it, you know, it's it, like, it, it's. I don't know. I we I've been talking a lot lately about people approaching self awareness mm-hmm. and how funny it is to watch. Yeah. Like as soon as you become aware of it, and just to watch. I mean, people you agree with, people you disagree with, whatever approach where they will almost admit that they could be wrong, mm-hmm. but they just won't. Right. They won't. No. And that's like what the heart attack real is. It's like people that go there and like get on the scale and be like, "Oh, I get free food." Are like approaching. So close. You know, like being like. Oh, maybe this is bad. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't weigh this much. You know what is what's the um, what's the the weight that you have to be to get a free meal? I think it's three fifty. Three fifty. Okay. Yeah, it's either three fifty or four hundred. Okay. Yeah. Damn. You know, 
That makes me feel terrible. Right. <laughs> Mostly because I'm real. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not that close. Yeah, but you're also like six five. Oh, you know, yeah. six four. Yeah. Um. But I'm. I'm really excited to eventually get my free burger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I fuck it, man. I'll do it, and then I'll just do keto the next day. Right. Just, I mean, that's that's what I would do as if I owned a restaurant. I would really like to just make it the the worst of everything. I I think you know, like, David. I 100 percent agree with you because number one, America is a country of dirty pigs. Right. Speaking, and we're as, losing it. We're losing Americana. The, this is the Amer. This is you the know? this is the country that we're losing. You know, Trump and yeah. all the Republicans. They want to talk about oh, you know, MS13 and your country's gone. Like no, people are. You know, we're losing. This is how you really lose your country right. through less morbidly obese people. Right. Let's 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 stop talking about globalism. Let's talk about the rise of fast casual. Exactly. <laughs> like, we got to get rid of that. You, you got to get rid of Chipotle. Chipotle, fucking, fucking Blaze Pizza, Blaze all pizza, that shit needs to go, dude. Got to got to go. <laughs> like, no more those coyotes. I, yeah, I don't want it. No more. I, I don't want things like, you know, wearing a mask of health. Yeah, right. It's bullshit. It's no, a lie. I mean, you know, I wanted to just admit it. Exactly. Like, I remember when fucking like Kate Upton would just be in a bikini on a car eating a burger. Oh my god! And that was like, come to here. You know, I actually worked at Carl Jr. for it's the second longest I've ever worked somewhere. Nice. Yeah, I worked there thirteen months, and uh, yeah, it was great. And I, I was working there at the height of the bikini burger eating. Nice. So oh, like, we literally sweet. had a cutout of Kate Upton in a bikini. Which, like, one time I was working, and this, like, middle-aged man comes up, and he's, like, pointing at the kid up, and he's like, this is a problem. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you are, eat, do you real like, do you realize where this food comes from? Like, who gives a fuck about Kate Upton, you and know? you see these cows? And yeah. they're, like, getting, like, raped to death. Literally. They grind them up to burgers. That's how they kill them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, the stud gun, it, they, they, they no longer shoot a nail in the head. They go from the end. They right. go from the end to the back. A guy wearing a fucking hat that says, beef is what's for dinner, face fucks a cow <laughs> until it's dead. You know? <laughs> He's, he opens the door. Where's the beef? Right, yeah. Man, yeah, actually when I was applying for Carl's Jr., that so the one that I would go to is right down the street from here, right? It's on like... Uh, I don't want. I can't. Be, I don't want to dox you, but it's like the Fair Oaks Carl's Jr. Fair Oaks Carl's Jr. Yeah. I went into apply there, and the manager goes, "Like, I, I'm like, hey, like, can I get an application? You know?" And like the fucking just counter guy gives me one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, is the manager here?" And he's like, "Yeah, let me go grab her." She comes out, and the application is like on the counter, and then she goes, "I remember you," and pulls the application away. And just pretty much says like you'll never work here because oh my god we used to torment that place like <laughs> I it was down the street from my high school next to the skate park I was at all the time torment them you know oh my god yeah a lot of memories from this area I slept in a fucking for two weeks I slept in the back of a box truck at that food dealership across nice. from In and Out yeah yeah nice <laughs> oh my god they don't lock the cars. That's would, what's up. I did not know that. Not, nor did I. You would think they would. You really would hope they would. Yeah, they're asking for like you to steal a car. This is this is this you is know? prime Randy and the Boys territory. Where yeah, it's like a bunch of homeless men, you know, have a gangbang, gangbanged orgies right. and stuff in the car. Yeah. it's terrible. They, they they leave a mess. They don't clean up. You, I did. I slept in one. You can just go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the car's still there. Did oh, you, they're like, there. Yeah, oh, I, they're I just there. drove by it. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, it's so funny. I was just like memories, hey, remember that. <laughs> memories. <laughs> man, 
Yeah, if I can live to the tra- uh, trap house slash daycare down the street from here. Nice. I mean, like, we were doing drugs in a bedroom. Nice. While, like, downstairs, there's, like, 11 13-year-old girls just, like, doing makeup and shit. Oh, my God. Very weird. That is very <laughs> weird. I mean, I I thought with I With the mom. A- like, with the mom would be with us. Wow. Yeah. I thought I had an interesting childhood. Uh, uh, adolescence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean... I was just about to go into a tangent about like, oh yeah, I used to go like drink with the homeless people in that in Fair Oaks Park all the time. Yeah, now you're like, I'm doing drugs. The with drum the circles, dude. The drum circles, they're so man. great, dude. <sighs> the home, like, suburb suburban homeless is very special. They are, you know, they are breed. fighting so much more than city homeless people. Yeah, city homeless people are doing pretty well. Like I see them, you know, like if you're not completely gone, mm-hmm. like mentally, mentally, okay, you can do pretty well. As far as like in a, a city accommodation or accommodation. just as far as like the amount of money you're going to get. I mean, you just really? have like so much foot traffic, you Great know, point, like at yeah. a old Ironsides uh, travelers come through all the time, you know. And What's so Ironsides? Uh, it's like a oldest bar in sack. They do a Wednesday open mic. Oh, that's like a mixed okay. mic. OK. Um, but uh, yeah, th- I mean, guys would come through all the time there and just talk about like uh, that old sack sucks. Like, our, you can't make any money in Old Sack, like bus game. Oh, okay, yeah. But you do pretty well in the city, yep. and then you do pretty well, like, at the Walmarts and stuff. But, like, mm, okay. yeah, suburban homeless is very unique because you, you know, they don't really, I don't know how much crime they're doing. Yeah, they're just. To survive. They kind of, they, it's not, that's not really the vibe. Mm, no, I never it's got It's more that they're just, like, in a park. You know, maybe they buy some beer or something for the kids. That's what they're really doing. That was yeah. the economy that they lived on. Yeah, that's their economy. Is like they, you know, 40 for you, 40 for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that's and how it, we got our beer. Yeah, and I would do 40s because I did not want to handle, I was, or like, I did not want to hand these homeless guys 20 bucks yeah, to get like a six-pack or something. Yes. So I'd just be like, give me a 40. I'd give them like a $5 bill. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> because the 40s are like two bucks. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, God. Or like one a pint or something. The taxes, you know? the, ta- the quote taxes that you got from, from right. little man. Oh my god. Yeah, I have too. There's some good ones. Uh, uh, River Rick. <gasps> I love River them. Rick. Yeah, I dude. love River Rick. Dude. That's so funny. I still see him riding his bike uh, between the the the, the mini mart. Yeah, his to bike and his yeah. It's yeah, not his, his bike. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what a small world. Oh, dude. This area was great. Man. Oh, yeah. It was such a good place to grow up for me. Well, maybe because my parents worked. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So I can just do whatever. Okay. I mean, I started riding my bike. Me and my brother started riding our bikes to school mm-hmm. uh, at 10. Nice. And it's three miles. Shit. So, like, I had... Uh, I grew up the way they grew up in the 80s. You know? My mm-hmm. parents just did did not care. Yeah. You know? They're just latchkey kid kind of stuff. Yeah, like, they would, you know... Like, if I was locked out of my house, I was out until six until or seven. got home? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I my, so. my my dad worked from home, or, like, he was self-employed, so he was home all the <laughs> yeah, time. What did, he, what did he do? He, dude... I mean, if I explain it to you, you'll probably fall asleep, but basically... He did a lot of... He did a lot? No, no it's basically... Um, he'll sample... He's, like, a geologist, and huh. he'll, like, sample groundwater. You can do that from home? Well, he had his own business, so like he would, yeah, yeah. so he was home a lot. He didn't commute anywhere, is yeah. what I mean. And so he would go um, sample groundwater and then like write reports on it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was very like mundane, oh, dude. Stuff. That's a dream, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm trying to do computer science. That's what's, no, because they just yeah. don't work. That's, that's the re- compared to like 
other jobs. Yeah, you've worked shit. You've worked jobs. I hate, and I hate it. Yeah, like I hated it. Like, people talk about, like, this is Sacramento. We worship the state. Mm-hmm. Like, li- I think it's, like, 54% of our population works mm-hmm. in some capacity for the state. Yep. There's probably a good another 5 to 10% that's working for utility companies. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's, like, they don't, the schools around here don't really tell you like, they'll tell you on, like, a personal level, like, reach for your dreams or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, that bullshit. Mm-hmm. That we should stop telling people. But, like. We definitely should stop telling people that. <laughs> but, like. Your dreams are stupid. Yeah. Some of them are, you know. A lot of them are. Like, uh, but, um, you know, they, they, they it's kind of just, like, uh, every adult you know. And, I mean, my mom, just everyone is working for the state. Yeah. And so they're just like, oh, this is a great job. But then it's like when you get older and you realize like what they're doing, you're like, yeah, it's like not bad. I mean, it's it's better than, you know, you're going to get benefits and shit, you're going to get a retirement. You know, but you're going to make 60 grand a year to do and you're going to work a fuck ton. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be home. Never going to be home. You know, it's going to be the same thing usually that you're doing and you got a bunch of it or right. it depends on where you're doing for the state. But right. I mean, that's that's why I'm trying to get my OnlyFans started. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to have a boss. <laughs> I want to be beholden to my audience, right. not to the man. You're going to either be, the future is just Uber drivers or porn stars. <laughs> That's it, dude. Uber drivers Two and jobs. porn stars. Yeah. That is the future. That is, that's a good future. Um, or a terrible one. But yeah, but that, you know, owning your own business and shit, like, it's, it is, I yeah. would rather be struggling. And owning your own business. Yeah. Than, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. You know, that's kind of like the path I'm on now. It's like, I mean, I had a, the last job I had was at a, a really nice kitchen. Okay. Right. And uh, the guy that, that the executive chef there, executive chefs are pretty much owners. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they don't, they may not make as much money as the owner, but they just get to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They can show up whenever they want, they take days really off, vacations. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know? And they get like creative power. It's dope. Right. And he made, he made good money. He's probably making 80, 90 a year. Um, but he had a, he was telling me about his brother that works for like, I don't know. He's like some high-ranking, um, like fire investigator back in Pennsylvania. Okay. Guy makes like three hundred grand a year. Like an arson investigator. Uh, it's like it's for this for. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's arson, but it's like, it's something to do with the fire department. Fire damages. I don't know. Does does the fire department do arson investigations? Uh, Or is that something else? Is that private companies? I don't actually. You know what? I don't know. I always kind of imagined that it was a private company. If someone knows you know. and would like to outsource them to us, I'm sure David, Let me you, know. and I would love to be able to investigate that, right? Yeah. I think we'd be a good deal. I don't I remember who has the bet, but he's like, that's like the best job is just the fire SUV. Oh, that sounds great. You know, you just come over and just like, a cigarette started this fire. It's like, how do you know that? Because here's the cigarette. <laughs> it's like, how do you know it wasn't just like, the cigarette wasn't like just on fire as well? Yeah. Because like, this is a cigarette. Like the camp, dude, the campfire was started by a fucking backfiring engine oh my god and it's like how did they figure that out that is yeah i don't know how it's you crazy it out. you know i really don't know you it's must nuts. you know you're not gonna get away with anything no, <laughs> you really aren't anymore but wild. um yeah you know it's like that freedom that comes from being doing, self-employed yeah it's just like it's beautiful not having a boss is you know? nice all i know is that Doing your taxes, stressful. oh, it's stressful as fuck. Yeah. But like the one simple, one small facet of the stress is I remember because I remember growing up, and because my dad was self-employed, taxes 
I mean, already are he hard, hated them. But they're so difficult when you're self-employed without you know right, right. getting an accountant or this or that. He would do them himself because he's a cheap fuck. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I remember growing up and uh, being around everyone being so stressed out about tax season, taxes, yeah, yeah. taxes. That I was like seven years old, and I remember telling my mom, "Like I don't want to grow up because then I have to pay taxes." <laughs> and it's like that, Spencer. It's gonna get so much worse. Yeah. Than taxes. It's gonna get so much worse. Look, that's two months of the year. Yeah, you got another ten months. You got ten months of other fucking. Yeah. All right, this is just people fucking you. The government's right, right. gonna fuck you for two months, right. and then you're gonna get fucked in the street. Yeah. <coughs> um. Yeah, we. I mean, that's it's kind of like I mean, you uh, you know, being unemployed during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's like an because I mean, when they cut off that six hundred a week, Rough. that was a bummer, huge bummer, huge bummer. But like, when you're unemployed, there's only maybe an hour or two a day where I'm like, man, I wish I had a job. Yeah, I wish I was like doing something. Same, you know. But the rest of the day is bliss. Yeah, I wake up when I want. Fucking doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. great. I'm, you know, I I wholeheartedly agree with right. you. Right, and now it's like now I'm back. You know, mm-hmm. tomorrow I go back in, and yeah, it's like it's right now I've been I mean noon. That's I've been waking up at noon. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's, it's great. Beautiful. You know, it's great. Tomorrow at seven thirty a.m. That sucks. And that's, I always that's a big change. Yeah, I always have trouble going to sleep too when I know I got to wake up. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. It's you know I, I'm the same way, especially when I was. Um, in school, yeah, because I usually had classes super early, and that was when I went to bed normally much later. Just thinking about having to wake up at X time right. was so stressful for me. And then, you know, you're laying in bed for, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Right. And then you just, like, for me at least, I roll over and look at the clock. Yeah. And it's, I don't know why. It doesn't help. It, is, right. it just makes me realize how more fucked I am. Right, yeah. Which is, I, I am such a masochist or a sadist or whatever in the sense of, I love punishing myself. Yeah. It's great. Right. I'm just a, you know, a dirty little piggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, yeah. I'm the I do not miss being told when to go to bed. You know? Oof, no. I was just watching reruns of Drake and Josh. I guess they're all reruns, but like... <laughs> There's no new episodes right now? Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Dude, which fucking Drake changed his last name. Now huge in like South America and Mexico and stuff. Really? Yeah, like he'll do all his tweets are in Spanish now. His really? Instagram stuff's in Spanish. What What's his last name now? I don't know. I don't remember what it is. But it's. I just remember it was not. It's not Drake Bell anymore. Jakey Banez. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It's very funny. Interesting. Does he even, is he Latino? Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, that... You might be Spanish, maybe. Or, yeah, Spanish, I guess. He was pretty white. You know. Um, pinche huero. But just huge there. They're just, like, love Drake and Josh. Give me that Drake and Josh. Right, yeah. It's like, if only... Imagine... You know how Americans loved Trump as, like, a reality show host and we made him president? Right. I... I don't know about you, but I think Venezuela needs... Drake and Josh. Drake, yeah, Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. <laughs> Josh is running the country. Drake's like, I got to practice with my band. <laughs> I forgot that that was the show. I was like watching it. It's just like Josh tries to do the right thing, and Drake's like, no, I'm going to go play music. It's like, what is this show? How did this ever get sold? Someone bought a Lamborghini with that show. 
With the money they made on that show, they bought a house. It's crazy. People, yeah, people, people, it's trash. People's lives were changed. Yes, by Drake and Josh. I, I have a uh, one of the episodes was so impactful on me as a young man that I still carry the like messages of the episode, which is the episode where he like Drake's trying to teach Josh how to like pick up chicks, and like everything he said, they're like he goes like, "All right, you go up, you give him a compliment, and then you walk away." They'll be so like confused and like curious about you uh-huh. that like you'll get the number just on that, dude. And it works. It's crazy. I still do that sort of. I just ne- you never like. Ah, it's just wild that I I was like reliving that that memory of being like wow that I remember being like twelve thirteen being like oh that's how you pick up chicks and now I'm twenty five and genius. I still do the same thing. It's genius. I won't like ask them out. You just like say something. You just like. Hey. Act like it doesn't matter, hey. and it's over time. It won't matter. It's kind of weird. That is a you know? fake it till you make it. All right, like oh. I'm reading uh, Fountainhead right now by Ayn Rand, because mm-hmm. um, I'm just fascinated with anything that anyone tells me not to do. Okay, right? Like the left is like so anti Ayn Rand mm-hmm. and like Bukowski, mm-hmm. right? Like, and so I'm just been curious. I mean, I just read Post Office by Bukowski, and I'm reading fucking Fountainhead. And the guy in that book is that episode of Drake and Josh. I mean, it's literally he's just like could have wrote that episode because wow. he just doesn't like play into any of the shit that anyone else gives him. I didn't see th- those uh, all those Ayn Rand parallels in yeah. Drake and Josh. Dan Schneider's a genius. Wow. <laughs> Which like we were, I was saying last night when I was watching it, I was like, dude, pedophiles, <laughs> like like guys that just like are go around in vans and like steal kids walking home from school. They have pictures of Dan Schneider on their wall. <laughs> you know? They're just like, this guy is our hero. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, like the he, man. Not not only was he like fucking children, he was fucking celebrity children. That's crazy. The balls. The balls. The balls dude. on that guy. I like, mean, the evolution of the pedophile. I mean, he is the he's the Weinstein of Nickelodeon, literally. Yeah, I mean they all like go crazy. Amanda Bynes, Jeanette McCurdy, Miranda Cosgrove, um, fucking Jamie Lynn Spears, they've oh all God. literally lost their minds. You oh know, God, and it's because Dan Schneider rubbed their feet. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the wine scene in Nickelodeon is in the running for episode title. That dude, that's great. The, <laughs> the wine scene in Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. He is, dude. That's <laughs> what he was doing. He invented all these shows. Uh, you know, he invented Drake and Josh and. And then you watch him as an adult, and you go like, "Oh, I see why." Like I had family members that were against Nickelodeon. Yeah, they were like anti SpongeBob and shit, and like Drake and Josh and all those shows because there's these like overt sexual tones, mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, "Oh, it's because it was written by a pedophile." Oh my god! I have the same theory about. I mean, this hasn't been proven, but I think like <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two was like a front. Like pop punk bands are fronts for pedophilia, dude. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Hold on. Okay. okay. Let's let, let's let's <laughs> oh, break that down for me if you don't mind. Okay, so like when I was a teenager listening to pop punk, pop punk was like the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And it was cool. I liked the music. Whatever. Blink One Eighty Two is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You know, some Forty One. All those guys. You know, um, boys like girls. I got a bunch of them, but. They were all huge, right? And even as a kid, I was like, that's kind of like weird that these like mid-20s guys are like capturing teenage angst mm. like perfectly. Like even as a teenager, I was like, it's kind of weird because I saw, t- I saw if you were 25, 
when I was 13, you were an adult. Like you, like I thought you owned a house. I thought you had your shit together. You know what I mean? Like I thought you were making a bunch of money every year. And well, like, we know you did. Yeah, I, th- I thought these all these things were true. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that there was 25 year olds that were still children. You learn that later as you get older. You start doing open mics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, there's things wrong in this country. A lot of things are wrong. Yeah, you, think, <laughs> you think this country is a land of the free, and then you do one open mic on a <laughs> Tuesday, and you're like, dude, we need, we, we, we we need we, a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we, the people do not need to be free. Yeah, we do not need this, you know? <laughs> yeah, but even as a teenager, I thought it was weird that they were, you know, these, these old guys, to me, mm-hmm. were like capturing teenage yeah. angst, right? Yeah. And then I became 25. And I was like, oh, it's because they were fucking kids. <laughs> the only way that I could, like, write, because I, I couldn't. I couldn't write music. Like, I sort of remember, you know, I wasn't really an angsty kid, so I don't really know if it was, like, you know, if, if I'm the perfect person for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just couldn't. I can't get in the brain of a 15-year-old. And these guys, this music is huge with that group. You know, this isn't like they weren't making these 25 year old fucking Blink-182 guys. We're not making music for other 20 year olds. The music no. was for 13 year olds. And so it's like weird that and, and I mean, some of them have come through or like come out that it's like, yeah, they were fucking underage mm-hmm, kids. Mm-hmm. Like some of it has come out. Mm-hmm. But totally. like it seems very strange. It's like the uh, guy that started uh, Backstreet Boys. Insane, and he invented boy bands. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a pedophile. You uh, know, that and is probably the least shocking thing I've heard today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just own a blimp company, right? And then that failed, and so he started doing fucking kids, fucking kids, right? He was <laughs> the like, blimp company's out of business. Yeah, and these are the heroes. I mean, pedophiles have shrines to these guys because they Woof. created this thing where it was like the ultimate front of like, we're like, look, I'm going to make you famous, but first, <laughs> first. <laughs> You have to do some dirt. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. The blink, I know that's the pop punk. It just feels now in my mid 20s, I'm like, I don't know how you can write this stuff unless you're trying to get in the head of these children. You know? It's very weird. That is a nuanced take that I have not heard yet. Yeah. And when you, I appreciate your originality. I tried to do a bit about it. People didn't really, didn't really work too well. It's hard to get kid fucking in, 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 in a joke. Without only comedians laughing. Right. Well, like, it's like I do a good, uh, what's the fucking guy's name, the singer? I do a, like an okay impression of like every pop punk band. Okay. You know? And so like I would just, I would say that like these songs, it's like it's clear we know that like these guys, Blink-182 was pedophiles because it's in their song lyrics. You know, like, what's my age again? What's my age again? And that's what he's saying <laughs> as he's being pulled over, <laughs> you know, to the to the child. <laughs> what's my age? You <laughs> know? <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, I'm so sorry. That's his victim statement. Stop you know? <laughs> That's a statement him. to the victim's he's family. He's coaching him as they're getting pulled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in this. It's in the song titles. You know? <laughs> See, they it spent, didn't hit. They put all their energy into fucking kids, and maybe they put a little more energy into being a little bit more discreet. Right, yeah. It didn't hit. And I think it's because our gener- my generation thinks it's fucking, they're heroes. <laughs> you know? I mean, fuck, dude. I was just watching last night. I never do this, but I watched uh, the MTV music VMAs. Okay. Right? Surreal. Surreal. For anyone that watched them. So weird. I mean, it was they're all wearing masks. 
right? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And they're in these, like, this huge studio of some kind. Mm-hmm. They have, like, fake audience noises, right? There's no Very audience. surreal. There's no audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, duh. Yeah, so there's no audience. And they're, like, doing it. They're still doing all these awards. Um, I mean, usually, though, I remember those. I think they're normally, like, three and a half hours, right? Mm-hmm. They're fucking long. They're long. You know? Long, 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 long. This, like, they cut it down. I think it was, like, an hour and a half, two hours. And they didn't even, like, hand out some of the awards. They would just, like, have a screen that said that, like, you know, Coldplay won mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Best Rock Band, which is crazy that Coldplay... Still winning Best Rock dude, Band. the music industry is hanging on so tough because but these old Jews used to sell so many records, like, literally just unbelievable amounts of money, you know? And they got to bang Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, you know, these gross, like, caricatures, these Hitler caricatures of Jews... We're bending over your favorite, you know, they were <laughs> turning out your favorite pop stars, right? Oh, God. And they used to make so much money off album sales. Mm-hmm. And now there's no money in it, there's right? All the money's in it's touring. It's all gone. It's all in touring. Yeah, and, and so, like, it's created these niches mm-hmm. that it's now alive. Like, the only money you make is live. Yeah. And so, like, that's why, you know, you fucking Taylor Swift tickets are 150 bucks yep. for, like, shitty seats. Right, and so they make all this money off the live stuff. Mm-hmm. So album sales used to dictate who won these awards, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was like whoever they like kind of knew about was yeah. that's who like you would vote for, right? Because I think the VMAs are publicly voted. I don't think it's like the Oscars where it's like people in SAG, the Academy, right? Votes. Okay, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. like you know, I think it's voted more. Uh, from the public, right? It's more democratic. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fucking VMAs now, man, I mean, some of these music videos have the budgets of, like, a small Hollywood movie. Yeah. And it's like, this is, like, what you're trying to tell me is, like, art? Yeah. I, it's crazy. It is a little you know? ridiculous. If you wrote the lyrics of a Taylor Swift song just on paper and just, like, read it out loud, it would literally sound like the ramblings of a schizophrenic. You know what I mean? Like and it repeats. Haters gonna hate. Yeah. Hate. Hate. Right. Hate. And you players know? gonna play. Yeah. Play. Play. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They sound insane. You know. And there's no meaning to it. It's empty. It's so so great to watch. Shake it off. You know. Because have you been to the, any of the open mics that they're doing? Uh, I mean, the, in the I, park. I I went to yeah I went um the second you've been most yeah you you've been, been to one to the, one of Musavi's yeah. Um, I was saying this about, like, commercials, and this is probably still true a little bit about open mics. I mean, it's like everyone's going to be doing fucking virus jokes. Oh, like, yeah. Whatever. You know? it's not You're not going to hit anything original. No. Really? Like, unless you're, like, rooting for the pandemic. Which, you know. It's not a bad take. Not a bad take. You know? It really could, there could be a lot worse takes. If you go, look, like, the CDC just changed the numbers. It's only 9,600 deaths. Not that. Right? Have you seen that lately? You're a COVID truther. Have you been seeing that? No. What? Yeah, they fucking changed the... Uh, so, they changed the... The CDC changed the amount of deaths caused by COVID alone. Uh, all the other deaths. So, it's about 9,600. All of the other deaths... Wait, since, since when? The beginning. Oh, the beginning. Just the whole time. Yeah. 9,600 total deaths caused by COVID only. The rest of the deaths had two or more... Complications. complications yeah which, so i mean i dude if you have cancer 
like stage three cancer and right. then you get COVID and you, you died of cancer. Like, I, well, I mean, dude, they're, I mean, they're doing shit like that. People get hit by cars. Yeah. That, and he had COVID. I have heard about that. that is weird. <laughs> it's like, I have heard about that. You know, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going that far, but it's like, we're COVID truthers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. But people were like, you know, in, 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 I mean, John Trump retreated it. We yeah. retweeted that. It's like, Wait, oh, really? Yeah, they're emblazoning these fucking crazy people that are like, oh, you know, he had other two other complications or whatever, so it's not technically a COVID death. And I'm like, I'm actually open to that discussion, right? Whatever. But it's like, if you're going on stage and doing that, that's some good. You're gonna be some good shit. That's some you know good what comedy. I mean. Like, that's like a hot take. When Trump was president, uh, was I doing stand up? I think I had. When did you start stand up? I think I was. Yeah, yeah. Because what he was, he became president twenty seventeen. Yeah, he's, he, so I had yeah, started like he, two months before that. Okay, three months before that. Okay, so I had started right when he was elected. Okay, and um, fucking, I remember just thinking like, you know, I grew up. My dad's a Trump supporter. You know, I mean, we Orange, all have relatives. Yeah, Orangevale is the most conservative, second most conservative county in California. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I grew up in a very different environment than i now live there's more horses than democrats yeah that's that's where i was like the only one downtown in downtown sac in Mm -hmm. the city being like trump's gonna win yeah like i grew up with these people it's a huge echo chamber down yeah like they just think you know i mean 90 what 98 percent of them voted for hillary yeah you know it's like they don't get it you know i mean they're like i was pro um if you thought Trump was going to win, you had never been 25 minutes outside of a major city. That's just the truth. Yeah. You know? You don't know anyone that owns a business. No. Right? And so, like, um, people, I was, like, with the the protests, right? Like, the first week that they did them, I was at every one. Because I'm for it, personally. Like, I would like to see, like, police killing people affects every community totally right and i can say that as a white guy and that i believe is the stance that white people should be taking right now Mm -hmm. Uh, that's how you help the movement yeah it does not help the movement to to chant black lives matter to be completely honest and that's crazy that might be radical you know and do nothing but chant yeah well yeah i mean we've we've redefined what activism is yeah it's slacktivism. it's yeah it literally is like I mean, hashtag BLM. Like, look, dude, that does nothing. Right, it does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. Here's a black picture on my... And their dad works for Raytheon. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like... They're selling pepper... Or, you know, her dad's a pepper spray salesman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Tear gas. Dude. Yeah, created yeah. tear gas. I mean, Supreme. God. The company that owns Supreme. The clothing label? Yeah, makes tear gas. Oh, God. For police forces, right? Nice. And so, literally, people with, like, Supreme stickers on their face. Or fucking... Tweeting Black Lives Matter. It's crazy, right? It, so, like, yeah. I was at these protests, and I was, like, with it. I heard Stevante Clark speak. Um, I believe he's had speech training of some kind mm-hmm. um, because the last time I heard him speak was at City Hall. Okay. Uh, and he had finally got – it was right after his brother was killed. And I'm sure – I mean, he was torn up, I'm sure. Oh, God, yes. Right? But I stopped listening back then because he was, like, you know – we need police reform. He did like 20 seconds on police reform. And then he goes, and rent is too high. It's like, what are you talking like, about? Like, let's right, focus on one issue here, like, right? Like, come on, you know? Well, I will agree, though, that, that, that class is, in my opinion, I think class is the biggest problem in America. Oh, yeah, no, totally, Be- totally. Because, I mean, and I mean, they, because class, I mean, being black people suffer. Disappropriate. Dis- 
it more so affects affects people of color than white people. So no, totally, totally. Yeah, it's but you can say both. That's what's crazy. Yeah, you know, is like, I mean, I, I don't know. Did you know I was in Hawaii for a month? No. Yeah, I moved to Hawaii. I was supposed to be still there right now, living. Oh shit. Yeah, I was in. uh, So I moved there for a month in June. Um, and to like move, move, like move, move. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, because. I was told by some, my friend that lives there that they are not in quarantine. It's worse there. Don't go there. Yeah, it's it's much worse. Ooh. I mean, the night before I left to go to Hawaii, mm-hmm. I was in a bar with a bunch of friends. Oof. You know? And then I go to Hawaii, and people are literally telling me to leave. <laughs> like, the island. Like, it's it's America, but it's a different country. Really? I've, yeah. never, I've, uh, I've never been there. Yeah, it's... I mean, at least where we were, we're, we're in the poorest part of the entire state. Okay. Like our neighbors were literally living in like shacks you would see on like National Geographic. Fuck. Right? Yeah. Like, Ugh. I mean, like they need f- they need FEMA's help. Jesus right. That's Christ. what it looks like. That's fucking terrible. It's crazy. Oh right? my god. And I'm there was these this vast like stretch of fucking lava, and people mm-hmm. are so poor out there that when the lava goes over property, uh, when Hawaii uh, ceded to or whatever. Yeah, join you know, the United States. Join the United States. As part of the agreement is anytime lava flow destroys property, it becomes open season on that property. So you can just go homestead and set up, build a barrier, put up a fence, oh all the shit, but it's God. rock. It's literally rock. Like the job that I was doing out there was on a farm, and our whole day was just digging rocks out of the ground. Jesus right? fuck. There's seven levels of lava flow. This is why you can't do conspiracies either because – to explain why Black Lives Matter is going to fail, I've now am telling a story about Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> the show is called Tangents for a reason. Yeah. The show is called Tangents because, you know, right. we just go fucking everywhere. <laughs> go, sir. You follow your passions, all right? It's open season on that lava-flooded property. Yeah. And Tell so me these, more. They would homestead, right? And, like, um, they were worse off. I mean, there was, like, literally, th- I think it's, like, five miles Mm-hmm. Uh, wide of area that the last lava flow knocked out. Jesus. There's seven rankings of lava flow. If you're seven is like the best, that means you're not, pro- you're probably not going to get hit by lava. Okay. It hasn't been hit in like 200,000 years or some number, some crazy number. Right. We were, and so one is like right around where the lava would start flowing. Ooh. We're in two. Oh, fuck. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the house is in two. Oh, God. And they had just, the lava's just stopped flowing in 2018. Oh, my right? God. And so, like, you're driving around, you're, like, seeing all this crazy shit. But, like, the people that I was living with, um, the mom ran for city council here. She's very politically active, right? Mm-hmm. And I had just been to the protest the week before, and I'd been there every day, and I was saying, like, you know, I'm with these protests. Like, you know, I'd like to see the change. It's totally wrong. It affects every community, blah, blah, blah. Definitely. Um, it's really just like a symptom of all of these other things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's horrible. But I was also at these protests hearing, you know, Stevante was great. Um, but then, like, some of the people that were speaking, it would just be like, you know, they'd be like, we need to fight police brutality. And help defund the police and end racism. Oh, and it's okay. like, wait, what? <laughs> what was the last one? <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on, wait. 
How do we end racism? How do we end right? That's what I, I mean. That's I, their mic drop. And I would ask people and just end in the racism. Crowd, and they oh, just how would you? And no, no one has answers. No, because they're just repeating some slogan. I mean, we're we're in politics now. Are slogans? There's no Republicans. There's no Democrats. There's no. just different slogans. It's slogans. You know, and which niche social issues you right. you believe in? Which I vibe with actually personally. I get it because I mean, we're Demi- told that single issue voters mm-hmm. uh, in school are uh, bad because mm-hmm. they don't get things done. Wrong. It's wrong. Completely wrong. How Trump so? won Tell on me. Trump won on a single issue, jobs. Yeah, right. And from jobs, he spread that to immigration, and poverty, and taxes, and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's a single issue, and yeah. the economy. And this the is jobs. why Bernie lost, and and people in the progressive movement will continue to lose because most people in this country are for healthcare. Mm-hmm. Most people are not for Harvard being free. Yeah. So. Dial it back. Is, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you want to win? Dial it back, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... I, I I would be open to discussing STEM being free. Yeah, totally. But that. your art degree should not be no, free. No, art degree should <laughs> not be free. In your fact, English degree should not be free. Is, in fact, <laughs> we your, don't need you. You know? <laughs> your gender studies degree is now tripled. Yeah, it, it, you know, like... Yeah, it should not be, yeah. right? So, like, the soft sciences should not be free. Social sciences are not free. Yeah. Unless, you know, oh, yeah, it's going to be hard. Imagine. Like, well, this is, I mean, this is why I say it. Cause it opens up the, the, fl- the, the, the process. Cause my mom goes, my mom is like, well, why not? Cause she has a psychology degree. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't get it. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. She thinks it's important. It's not. It's not. No. I, I mean, I yeah. have, maybe if you're going to be a therapist, yeah, but how right. do we guarantee that? Most of them don't. I think no. less than three percent become therapists. Really? Yeah, most of them just get fucking regular jobs. Most of them do uh, not most of them, but a lot of them do advertising. That's why I stopped doing it. Interesting. Because it's soulless. Yeah. I mean, you learn this stuff to take advantage of people to sell. To that's market. what a lot of people do to market. Yeah. And they're all nuts. I mean, every everyone that's a major in psychology has a <laughs> mental health it problem. Needs some <laughs> psychiatric help. Yeah, they need. Yeah, they don't need school. They need therapy. They need help. Yeah, right. They need Jesus. Yeah, something. Dude. Don't need Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you know they, and I know this because like, I'm probably in the Sacramento comedy scene, the most conservative. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean get rid of Sue Boss, you know, because well he's just nuts, <laughs> right? And maybe Eric Hickox. Okay. You know if you're if you're like fifty. And you do comedy as a hobby. You're probably more conservative than me. Yeah. Right. But like, I'm probably of my age group. Yeah. In in downtown, yeah. one of the more conservatives. That yeah makes sense. You know, like I believe in the nuclear family. You know, not it only. That's you know I you have hate to say the gays. that. Yeah, no, I hate them, dude. <laughs> That's your whole act. They make the neighborhood better, <laughs> motherfuckers. How am I going to be able to rent? If you keep driving property values That's up. the worst part about gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a surge in homosexuals. <laughs> I was saying, too, I, our friend Sam, who's like Lily White from North Dakota, <laughs> he sometimes jogs over to my house. Nice. And I'm like, I live in Oak Park. I live in a, it's not a bad neighborhood, but it used to be very bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, when you jog, jog through here, I mean, a 55 plus HOA just like popped up. You know, like you're. <laughs> 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 He's like, works for gentrification. Yeah, as you, as you jog through a kombucha store. 
just popped up. You <laughs> it's know, like in those, it's like in those 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 games where you see like the rapid progression, like level one, level thirty, <laughs> right. level fifty, and it goes right. from like just a box to a house, the to levels a store of to like a giant. Oh, dude, if you have a dog food store, oh my god, like gourmet dog food, oof, you gotta go. You do. You gotta move. <laughs> you know, culture is dead in your city. You know, all you have left your neighborhood is Whole Foods refrigerated dog food. <laughs> And thirty five hundred dollars studio apartments. Right, yeah, that's all that's left. It's all that's left. <laughs> and people telling you that it's great. Yeah, that's great. Oh, the culture oh. here. The culture. You know. I, I can't. And like, what do you do? Oh, I do graphic design for Lockheed Martin. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I make. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> you know. I like, yeah, that's pretty great. I make four hundred grand a year. But there's a level of of like reasonableness, I guess, that you can have with everything that's going on. Yeah. Like I've been now banned. I think I am now permanently banned from Orangeville Crime Watch. And I encourage anyone listening to this to please go on there and fuck with those people. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be Orangeville. Find your small town, mm-hmm. your suburb. Find their Crime Watch. It's going to be gold. It's so good, some of the stuff that they post on there. There's a lot of good shit in there, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, I mean, uh, the fir- so the first time, the first time I got banned... It's because they would people would complain about homeless people. Okay. In Orange Jail, right? Mm-hmm. They'd just say, yeah, this homeless guy asked me for money. And then it would be a pictures of like the homeless people. Oh, dude. And it's like that not even that they've they've done anything. Literally just the fact that they're homeless in front of the post office. Yeah. Is oh. like enough for these people in Orangevale to be like, huh, we gotta we gotta we, do got, we need a Republican governor now. It's like crazy, right? Jesus Christ. Yes, there were and no so I people. would just take it further. You know, I would just be like, oh, yeah, you know, we do got to get rid of homeless people. You know, I propose we do like something that I'm I'm calling them re-education camps. (laughs) You know, (laughs) similar to what we did to the Japanese, (coughs) you know, and dude, these comments would get 10, 15 likes. Oh, God. Right. They get read. They get like. Yeah. People thought I was serious. (laughs) And then like, I think when it stopped, when I, I, I think the straw that broke it was. I was like, yeah, we need to, we need to get them in camps because I was, I just was like on that, just on every time I'd see a homeless person, death I'd be like, camp, yes, death camp, death camp, death camp, get them in there, right? God, one track people, pony. Some people would be like, that's horrible, you know, to say that we need to build a, you know, concentration camps, and I was like, I didn't say concentration, I said reeducation, all right, like the Uyghurs in fucking China, all right? But, and then I think when the, they stopped liking what I was doing was when I was like, yeah, we need to do something like this. And I posted a picture of Auschwitz. And, <laughs> oh, God. and I was like, not only would it get rid of the homeless problem, but it would improve public transit because they'd build all these trains. <laughs> and I think the part they hated was that I wa- was pro-public transit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bastard. You you know? bi- are you working on a bit, you bastard? That's <laughs> no, the funniest I swear, shit. No, I was That's really hilarious, doing it. That's hilarious, dude. I, That's a good. That's I don't funny. know if I want to do a bit about it because it's like, yeah, I you mean, you know me sort of, mm-hmm. so you know I'm kidding. Obviously, it's hard for me to like think about, and it's not so much that I care about what the audience thinks, but you want to make sure that they more worried get the that. Joke. Yeah, I don't even care about the offended. I want them to get it. Yeah, no, of course. You I know? would rather bomb than get boot, or I'd rather get. I don't know, but I see. Your yeah, point. and like like uh, our our friend Parker, mm-hmm. right? He was doing that bit where he's like. Sorry, I'm gonna be a Jew and go get some water. And she's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Don't worry, I'm like seventy percent water." <laughs> right? It's a great bit. It is. And he would do that joke and then go, 
it's okay, guys, I'm Jewish. And I actually, and I would watch it kill the audience's laughter. Mm-hmm. And so I started telling them, like, dude, just drop the Jewish part. St- drop the part where you're saying that you're this thing, so it's okay. And that bit kills harder now than it did before. And that's what's interesting. So that's why it's like I can't go up there and be like, oh, I'm Jewish. This is why I can say this stuff about Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it mean, kills the bit. It does. You know? It does. It like, I want them to believe that I feel this way. <laughs> sort of. You know? Just enough. To just believe enough. it just enough to where, like, he's yeah, a funny bastard. Right. I yeah, like and it. so that was that was the first time I was banned. The second time I was banned. Wait, how'd you get back in? It was only it was a temporary ban. Oh. Because because and I believe because <laughs> the things I was saying they kind of agreed with. They just didn't like that it was like in their face, I'm saying we need to like bring back Auschwitz <laughs> for homeless people. But like they were with everything else. You know what I mean? Like that was the line. So it's temporary ban. So I get back in and then uh, I was like, man, I really, I gotta get them. Gotta get them. You know, I want to like, I would like to to somehow fuck with the entire city. There used to be a guy. I worked at Cricket Wireless, right? Okay. It was one of my many jobs. I worked at Cricket Wireless in Orangevale. Okay. I had two customers. I worked there six months. There was only two people that ever came in there. Jesus. Three actually, but one of them got me fired because he stole a phone while I was taking a shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but. The two guys that would come in, one of them would never give me his name. And I need his name to, like, do the account. And so yeah. I'd be like, hey, man, what's your name? And he's like, first. And I was like, uh, okay, what's your last name? He's like, last. And literally, when you look it up, he had had the person before me enter first and last. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> it's so funny because, like, you know, working in the cell phone business, I know stuff like, if you have a burner phone, mm-hmm. which is, is what this was, Craig mm-hmm. Wireless says burner phones. Okay. If you have a burner phone, you can never be around anyone that has a regular phone. Because the way that they track phones is based on what pings close mm. to you, right? And so, like, if you're in a car with someone else that has a phone and it's a known associate, if you're being now investigated, they can figure out that that was your phone just based on the ping of your friend's phone. Holy right? shit. Right? Pretty crazy. So, like, I mean, you are... You are insulating yourself more with the burner phone, but they can find you if they want to. Damn. Right? So, like, um, whatever. This guy was, like, crazy anti-government dude. Like, great to speak to him. Oh, I love yeah. those guys. Those, those guys are great. Right? The other guy was a guy that was trying to prove he had written all these articles. Like, I mean, pages, hundreds of pages. He sent mm-hmm. them to me one time. I had him send, like, zip me a file of all these articles. That I read some of them. But pretty much he was trying to prove that, like, Orangevale's uh, city council is corrupt. And everything he was saying, I was, like, kind of with. I was, like, huh, I think you're right. Because, like, some of them are, like, real estate agents. And so they have a vested interest in, like, passing certain laws. And, you know, they would have their friends, like, get certain things. They would get permits that, like, other people couldn't get to to build pools and sheds and second houses and all this shit, right? So it was, like, really interesting. Um, and so I, w- I would like to do something like that, you know? I'm not sure what it is yet, though. I haven't decided. I know a sign would, would, would end up on Orangeville Crime Watch. Yeah. Like, if I put up a sign that said something, it would get there, you know? What's on the sign? Uh, something about the leader of that group. Yeah. His name's Mac McLeod. Mac Leod. Mac Leod. Mac Mac Leod. Mac McLeod. He's, like, the big 
big dick dude on fucking Orange Real Crime Watch. Big dick dude. Yeah, so if I trolled him, it would get everywhere. All right. I mean, the people of this fucking, it's so funny. The people on this thing, they will literally take pictures of like their hand with like nails and screws in their hand. And the caption will just be like, they're back. And they believe that there's a conspiracy that there's someone going around Orangevale dropping nails and screws everywhere to try and pop the people's tires. I'm not kidding. There, uh, dude, hundreds of posts about the nails. I'm not kidding. And they would all get, get, get dude, they would get dozens of likes and shit. It's like, what is going on? You know? How bored are we? How bored are we? Right? There's so many more fun conspiracies. Yeah. Like, what about the kid fucking? Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Sorry, that's the first thing. Or I like the homeless dude. There's homeless. There, you know, there's homeless people, and you guys are worried about nails and screws. Yeah, I'm not really sure why I went to that one. That's much more relevant. Yeah, to it's like Trail. what's going on? You know, <laughs> I mean, there's literally people living in cars in Orangevale. Yeah, it's sad, right? It's, and so, like, it's a poor place. It's, uh, it really is. Some of it is nicer, but yeah, like mm. I grew up on the on the crest of Fair Oaks and okay. Orangevale. Okay. And so my neighborhood was was a cul-de-sac. It was safe suburb, mm-hmm. you know. Quiet. But I like went to school and shit. And my friends were all in like the shady parts, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Like I mean, one of my one of the things we do for fun is like burn brush. Oh god. Because they have property in Orangevale, so we yeah. would just like collect all this dead brush. Oh god. Have these huge fires. I remember one time, <laughs> my friend's mom was like, "Have you guys been smoking weed? Because we just stink like burnt, burnt, oh, like burnt. plant matter." Plant- <laughs> And, like, I had to tell her, like, no, we actually just, like, on Ryan's property, we just, like, burned brush. You were just burning And she's stuff. like, what? Like, that's worse. That was, like, much worse. Look, you can be pot We're playing with fire. I'm not, I'm not raising no arsonist. Yeah, yeah. And so the second time I was banned, I, troll, I was trolling them. I wrote this, like, long, like, two-paragraph post about being, a, I said, accosted. I was like, I was accosted by this homeless man. The gist of it, the, the punchline is, like, I was accosted by this homeless man. Um, he was trying to take the Bernie stickers off my car on my way to, to driving my 14-year-old sister to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> like, I, I knew all the stuff to say to upset them. To trigger the whole group. Yeah, and I had so many comments of people being like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, before it was banned officially. God damn it. And now... This time, I believe it's a permanent ban because last time it told me. I could still see. The last two times, I could still see all the posts. Damn. Right? But I, but I couldn't comment or post myself. But I could see them. Now I can't. Damn it. And so, I, yeah, I think I've been ousted Shit. completely. All right. If you're listening, Orville Crime Watch. Troll them, dude. It's hilarious. Call to action, listeners. Call to action, dude. Call to, I have never had a call to action yet besides, yeah. you know, please like and subscribe so I can go <laughs> fuck myself. No, this is real shit. Yeah. All right? Orangevale Crime Watch Or your Facebook small group. town. Or your small Just town. find it. All right? I have, there's, there's, there's someone, there's like a super loyal listener in Virginia. I don't know yeah. who it is. Oh, dude, the, the small towns there would be great. Dude, all right. Virginia listener, if you're listening, do it. Wherever you are, small town Virginia Facebook page Facebook or next door or next next, next door is great, great too. Yeah. Next door is great. If you want to get, you know, not so subtle racism, next door is oh. great. Yeah, I mean the they're back and they're so not talking funny. about nails and screws. No, no, <laughs> there's just a picture of a family of color. <laughs> they're yeah, no, back. There's a Mexican guy with a backpack. It's oh. like he's leaf blowing. Yeah, right. What are you <laughs> doing? You know, he's wearing a backpack blower. Relax. Um. So this time it's all now like as you can imagine it's all like Black Lives Matter stuff, mm. and these people 
Like, I know. I grew up in Orangeville. They don't go to the fucking city. No. They don't care about Sacramento. They give a fuck. They only care when it, like, justifies whatever the fuck. You exactly. know? Like, as soon as anything's going wrong, it's because of, we have a fucking Democratic governor. Which is your neighbor. He was your neighbor. I don't yeah. know if you know that. But he owns a house in Fair Oaks. Yeah, out in, yeah, Temsicore yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, by the Oaks. Bluffs. Yeah, yeah. By, by uh, Waldorf. Which, that's the only other place. I love Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks is the only other place I would live. It's nice. You know? It's great. I yeah. love it. I yeah. want, to be honest, though, I want to get, I want to, I want to sell this place. I want to get to the city. Not San Francisco, but, like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's you know, I just I, don't I feel wanna, it. I feel I, I want to be able to like be closer to anything that isn't just food, right? Like I want to be able to get a uh, uh, a bike or a scooter, right? And then or a ten dollar lift or a ten dollar lift instead of yeah. it, it, it's it's like thirty five forty dollars yeah. to get uh, an Uber downtown right from here, and it's that's ridiculous. Right, Fuck right. that. And I want to be able, you know, it's nice. It's nice going to Mike's. Well, whenever those are going to come back. Yeah. But it'd be nice to go to a mic and just not have to drive home. Right, right. Like, I can just... Yeah, yeah it, it is really nice. Is that, I don't think it'll I, change... It'll change comedy for you. Yeah. You know? Totally. Like, I was... Um, I was in Natomas when I started. Mm. And that was uh, 15 minutes on the bus. Okay. And... But the bus would stop running. And so... For yep. the first six months of me doing comedy, uh, six or seven nights a week, I was having to ride or skate or walk through Discovery Park, which is yeah. a horrible place at night. Horrible place. I mean, so many times I was almost mugged. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, people God, flashing yes. flashlights in my face. Yep. Which is a tactic. Mm-hmm. You know? Blind you so they can't see you. Yep. So you just That's exactly what it is. Um <laughs> crazy right and so that was like horrible but i wanted to do it so badly that i was like i don't give a fuck yeah that hunger it's good you know yeah and that's like kind of like i heard this recently that's like if new york is dangerous again comedy will get better same with sack because sack i mean you grew up out here Mm -hmm. sack was when we were growing up was a shithole absolutely k street mall was like literally you go there to get robbed yeah you could buy Jordans, and then someone will steal the Jordans from you. <laughs> yeah, before you even get back to your car. Yeah, yeah. You know, There's literally some guy waiting outside Foot Locker to beat the shit out of you and right. take your Jordans. It was like Saw. Yeah. You know? It really you was. You would just like wake up in the K-Street Mall. You're like, oh, no! <laughs> you want to buy some shoes? Yeah, exactly, dude. The key is inside his eyeball. You have to jerk off the homeless man to get the key out of his dick. I mean, hey, there are you know. much worse things I could do in Saw. Yeah. I got to jerk off a homeless guy. You know, there was no hipsters down there. No hipsters. You know, they have those weird rules. I don't know if you know this, but they have the, they just changed it last year. But they had a rule where you could not build apartment complexes above a certain um, amount of people, uh, a certain amount of units. That's why when you drive around downtown, Uh there's all those fourplexes. Oh. On duplexes and shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they're the, all the old houses. Yeah. That's why. Is because they had this code really? that said that only in certain very specific areas. And like we know now that it's because they're corrupt. Yeah. And it, you know, if you can have a 300 unit apartment complex, that's going to go to like the mayor's buddy. Yep. You know? Okay. Like that's not going to any pop. Yeah, mom, mom. Right, right. But it's you know they'll be like, we'll give you the fourplex, but you're not getting this 
30-unit complex. No, this is going to be a luxury skyscraper apartment. Right. Condo. And the people owning that are, you know, they're always connected. Oh, yeah. That's, um, what's his name? Robert fucking, God damn it. Hey, he, pretty much the reason that our cities look the way they do is because of this Robert. Um, I fuck, I don't remember his name. He was a city planner. Okay, he did a terrible fucking job because this city is built like shit. Oh, he he did everywhere. He did it everywhere? Like the whole country. Really? Yeah, yeah. So Was he drunk in, on the Sacramento portion? No, so it, he's, he started in New York. Oh, and he just like got he created burnt all out. the parks. He, he got burnt out when he got to the West Coast. Like, well, fuck this. well, they not that he personally designed them, mm. but the way he designed New York was the basis of how they designed everything else. So the so grid, like, the grid system. So yeah, well, the no, the the sprawl, the sprawl. Oh, the, the sprawl, sprawl is okay. is this guy <laughs> out of okay. New York, um, okay. and the, he did the sprawls because then he was able to like build bridges that like buses mm. couldn't go into. And what does that do? Well, that stops Keeps people in poor, poor neighborhoods from getting to the rich neighborhoods. Yeah, I was listening. I heard that. I heard that too. Who the guy who did, um, who did the sprawl for Long Island? It might be the same guy. Yeah, same guy. Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah, okay. I'd, um, I was literally just listening about this the other day. Where the 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 what do you call it? The overpass. Oh, the overpass. Yep. The um, the height of the tunnel is. 10 is 9 feet and the bus is 10 feet. Right. And that's like the obvious example. Yeah. There's other examples like in Sacramento, I rode public transit for a long time. Mm-hmm. If they made it free, it, it still wouldn't entice me anymore. No. More people wouldn't ride even if it was completely free. No. Like I, the problem is that it's horrible. Yeah. I only rode public transit when it was free. Like I had the student. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, you would not. I could not. I would not ride this the bus now, right? Just because because it, it's, it's like five dollars to yeah, take it's the like bus. Five dollars, and it doesn't even take you where you're going. No, you it's still gonna get you close. Sort of. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's a three mile hike. From yeah, right. right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we'll get you to Arden Fair Mall, but you gotta you yeah. gotta hoof it to the, to the open mic. And you're like, where's the stop? Oh, it's just on the side of the freeway. So good luck. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like what? How do I get to the other side of the street? Okay, well, basically, you have to walk down three miles, find the nearest crosswalk, cross over there. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and you would ask people. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. You know, man. I and they're late. Yeah. You know, all the time. I mean, I've lost jobs because of the fucking yep. bus. What's annoying too is you know? that they'll even they'll pull over like, oh, we're 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 too ahead of schedule. Yeah. So they'll pull over and just like kick it for five minutes. It's a kick it at the stop. Yeah. You know, it is for all the times that you guys leave early. <laughs> You've also showed up so fucking late. I hated you know? having to rely on the hated bus, it. dude. Yeah, man, I really it was do. Such a shit. Yeah, and it's like weird too because it's like stuff is like to go to West Sac. It's a different bus system. Yeah, you got to get on the Yolo yeah. bus system. There's only uh, from this area. There's only two buses that go. Really? Yeah, one in the morning. Okay. And one at, at five. That's Ugh. it. Two. Oof. Yeah, and so it's like if you actually wanted to use it or you have a DUI or something, there's just nothing you can do. Yeah, I was fucked when I had my DUI. I had a yeah. bike and a bus pass. That was it. Right. And, I mean, luckily I was just going to school and I was going to AR, which yeah. is right on the number one bus line. So right, that was right. good. So I would just It have gets to a little better. Yeah. But out here it's horrible. No, yeah. It, and even downtown you're just like, this is stupid the way it's done. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I mean, it's, whoever. Yeah. Like I, they were talking about the high-speed rail. Oh god! And I was like, "This is fucking stupid." It's never gonna get built. Either. Yeah. Well, even if it did, it's like fix this. Yeah. Fix fix the I mean, local they, transportation yeah. infrastructure before we get. I don't want to go get get to L.A. faster. Right. I, I 
it's fucking L.A. Right. I want to leave as soon as I can. Right. I mean, they built a fucking, they spent millions of dollars building this community Ugh. on Richards Boulevard uh, as a bus hub. That oh. just is not, it doesn't, doesn't do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They I built a whole this. community. They thought it yeah. was going to like yep. make the, that area go crazy, and it didn't. Man. You know? Because the buses suck. Yeah. No one can get there. No one can get there, dude. You know? Fuck it's next no. to a strip club. You know? Now that is where all the bus lines should stop. Yeah. At. All right, at, at Centerfold. At Centerfold. You know? I drove by Centerfolds today they're on the way open. to. They're back open. I didn't know yeah. that, but I all I did see was a sign saying, "The adult, don't worry, the adult store is open." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That they're, oh, okay, well, the adult store is open. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, thank God, you know, someone who just doesn't have the internet and just relies on a strip club for all their yeah. porn. Dude, I, I will become that guy. I love them. It is so fun. They're so depressing. I'm glad that you can get a, a get, get, get well, get joy can, out of them. I mean, and not for like... You can't think about. Okay. Like think most things in life, you can't think about. It's true. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. I am not like one of those, oh, it's someone's daughter. I, it, that's yeah, not yeah, why yeah. I don't like strip clubs. I don't like strip clubs because I don't want to pay to get blue balled. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't pay. That's the thing. No, but just like entrance fee. Like, oh, no, I mean, not like a dance. Fine. Ten bucks. That's true. <laughs> I have a cheap It's fuck. whatever, dude. You go in there, dude. My first time in a strip club, I was, I was stabbed in the hand by a stripper. <laughs> what? Yeah. She stabbed me with a pencil. Why? Um, she was, dude, she was one-eyeing. I don't know. If you've ever, have you ever heard that? A so, one-eyed stripper? No, no. So she, it's like when someone gets really fucked up, okay. drunk or on pills or something, they one-eye you. Uh, We're only one eyes open. Oh god! Right? Oh, so she's god. that level. She's all and she's working. She's this is her job, right? Ugh. She comes up. She's like, hi. She's like, do you want to dance? And I was like, no, not really. Yeah, I don't have any money. No, I think yeah. I had the entry fee, and that was it. Yeah. And then she's like, come on, like, I'll do five finger fillet, and if I can do it, you have to buy a dance. And I was like, all right, like whatever, you know. So I put the hand, my hand down. And she's doing it with the fucking pencil. And then, uh, yeah, like, she gets, like, one go <clears throat> one go through. Yeah. And then fucking just, boom, right in between my knuckles, dude. The pencil's sticking out. Like, when I would move my fingers, the pencil would go. Oh. And so oh. now I have an open wound in this, like, dirty fucking strip club, dude. God, so dude. I'm just, like, oh, freaking out. I rip the pencil out, just starts gushing blood everywhere, dude. Oh. The bouncer's, like, comes over, and he's, like, what's happening? You know, I was like, she fucking stabbed me. I'm like yelling at her. She's standing there. She's like, what happened? You know? Yeah, it's so funny, dude. So funny. Oh, my God. And what did the bouncer say to you? Like, do you deserve it? Oh, uh, he helped me out. Oh, okay, he, like, got cool. me a band-aid and shit. That's and cool. fucking, Yeah. It was that'd, so funny. That'd be even worse. He just, like, he just throws you out. You're just bleeding in the street. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, man. I, I, was a, I used to date a stripper. Nice. Um, They're fun, man. I'm sure they're fun. They're, like, the scariest women you'll ever I'm meet. I'm sure. Dude, you gotta be tough as They're shit. Unbelievable, but yeah. still have. You gotta be really broken inside, but still tough as nails. Right, right. All and right. my uncle used to own a strip club, and he said that he stopped because he watched the stripping industry change from college students to prostitutes. Mm. Where, like, in the eighties and nineties, it was kind of like these girls were just like, Came it's so way. much money. Yeah, I mean, they're making nine hundred bucks a night. You can't do that. No, you know. No, you really and like, you don't even touch guys. No. I mean, I I was told by the owner of the club my girlfriend worked at that 
this is the safest place an 18-year-old go- girl could be on earth. And it's very believable because mm. these guys are gigantic, you know? That is a good point, yeah. I mean, it's you. Yeah. You're protecting the girls. And they just rip the shit. It's like, and it's guys like me <laughs> going in there. <laughs> that are fucking with them, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's you're, it's like you're like, oh, I'll just pick you up. Right, You know, yeah. you're out of here. Interesting. And they would walk into the car. Some of them, like, if the girls really felt nervous, the bouncers would ride home with them mm-hmm. and then take cabs back to the strip club. Mm-hmm. And the the... They're in with the police force. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it really is true. Like, Damn. a strip club today is probably the safest place an 18-year-old girl could Jesus. be. It's very weird to think about. That is a, re- yeah. You know? But it's it's probably true. I'm safe. Because a girl at a bar, bouncers don't care. Bouncers wow. watch girls that are too fucked up all day get taken home by guys that are not. Yeah. You know? So it's like, and they don't do shit. No. Yeah, so there's like, it is like almost weird that it's. These strip yeah. clubs are very safe. Ugh. You know? That is. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, yeah. gang gangs build schools sometimes, you know? Gangs build schools sometimes. <laughs> That's the episode yeah. title, maybe. <laughs> sometimes shitty people do great things, you know? You know uh, what? I think, uh, I think that's a beautiful sentiment, David. <laughs> yeah. I'm with it, dude. You know, I think, uh, I think we're going to end on that yeah. lovely, uplifting <laughs> note. <laughs> David, um, if uh, people are listening, people are liking what you're what you're saying, where can they find you? Uh, follow me on Instagram. Nobody likes David. Um, when I go, when everything opens up, uh, that's when I go back on. Hopefully, can get on the road, so I'll have dates on there, and then um, I'll have sketches. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of sketches coming out. Soon. You just did one with Parker and Drew Epsher, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, every two weeks, I'll have a new one. Holler. Um, yeah. And I just had Sam on the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on our podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unmotivated Podcast. Um, it's funny to promote a podcast on a podcast. Dude, uh, in a couple of days, you're gonna, I've, I feel like a piece of shit because I've been talking to uh, Drew Absher and Parker. like About hey. going on to their show? Uh, no, even worse. <laughs> Having like, them on? No, even worse. Like paying for ad copy. <laughs> oh, really? On yeah. their show? Yeah, fuck it, dude. Like They're getting like... They're getting just fair, it's not bad. Sizable downloads. Yeah, I think dude. it's like a thousand a month. Yeah, and I it's feel. Good. Oh god, I, I don't know what it is. Like the the feeling of what's it like imposter syndrome. Like I felt so like oh god, they're gonna judge me. They're gonna think I'm a piece of shit. Advertising. Oh, you're paying them. Yeah, right. Who, who gives a shit? Yeah, Money. I'm a capitalist man. Hell yeah, <laughs> Ayn Rand baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.